I'm Sarah. And I'm Sarah. And this is No Sir, No Ma'am, a weekly podcast where we dra- dra- drag our timelines for being trash. If you want to hit us up, you can do so on the email at nocertainoma'am at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your queries, your problems, your topics, your yes sir, yes ma'ams. If you want to do that on Twitter, you can do so at NSNM Podcast. Um, I would say the hashtag, but none of y'all use it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, disclaimers, this That's is crazy. our second time doing this. Yes, this is our second attempt at this episode. Um, and I am still sick. I have been sick ever since we've recorded And that it's been like episode. a two-week... I don't know what to do. Um, like, gap between when we recorded and now. So, I just yeah. don't understand what this, like, it's, radioactive um, cold it, I is. don't know. It's it's a humbling experience, anyway. <laughs> humbling. <sighs> um, yeah, so, disclaimers... Um, we don't have a lot. I mean, we had a lot of things to talk about the last time we recorded, <clears throat> but this one's gonna be. I won't say. I mean, it might not be short, but it's gonna be. Oh no, it's not gonna be short. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be you and I, concise in the topics. Yes. Like, I think we only have like two. Things that is an accurate here. description of what this episode and, is about to be. Yeah, and both of them are. Just the pinnacle of human waste man behavior. Um, Let's start with the the less depressing. Okay. Um, Kanye. So let me just say that we, (laughs) uh, we recorded about Kanye the day before... Kanye imploded. So it was like we were talking about all the little tweets that everybody thought were like genius in the making and creative process right. just being expressed and right. oh my god, this summer is gonna be so lit. And then and then like he just went off the rails. Like the moment we pressed end on the recording, Kanye I, I'm, I... Like when we recorded that first time, I was kind of hesitant about Kanye. Like I didn't know if we should talk about him or if we should just let him disappear from our lives. Were Which, you waiting for the other shoe to drop? Would have been a better idea. I kind of was because I knew that he'd done an interview with um, Charlemagne. Um, And I was expecting that to be just like full trash. Um, So, yeah, I was kind of expecting him to like just, just, you know, go all the way to the other side. And he did not disappoint. Um, No, I mean, he went fully to the other. Yeah, I need the other side. So do do you want to explain? Like, why why are we talking about this person? I, I can't remember. Let me break it down. Do you have the facts? Okay. Remember way back in the day when he had that little mental breakdown? Um, by way back in the day, I mean like a year and a half ago or something. 
Um, and he did that whole photo op with Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so people were kind of wondering, you know, if something's wrong with Kanye, my bad, if you know, like it's been an ongoing conversation. Um, Kanye tends to disappear from Twitter um, for like long stretches of time. And then he jumps back when he has a project coming out. And currently, he's preparing several projects. I think his album is supposed to come out this year. He's producing for Tiana Taylor. And he's producing for Nas. Um, Who also turned out to be trash because apparently listen, garbage, the out of Garbage. And I, I forever <laughs> stand for Nas. Like, I have forever <coughs> been a hardcore, same, die same. hard. Nas fan. And that was just like, I wasn't ready to see that. I really was not. Neither was I. (sighs) I don't. Anyway. Um, So Kanye West has all these things coming up. So he decided to jump back on Twitter because that's what he does to kind of generate publicity and get people to start talking about him. Um, And I think we all expect Kanye to tweet weird stuff that does not make sense um, mm-hmm. despite some of you um, still trying to convince <laughs> us that he's a genius but okay no um, and with him like usually he just tweets Kalam Kharim Barim and people gas him up and that's it um, but lately he's been on some new stuff I, I'm not sure what so he started by Um, I don't know if it's like that's the exact tweet that got people talking but he was um, like endorsing some pretty right wing people and whatnot, and like you know telling people that he's enlightened and he's not going to follow the mainstream thought anymore and he was also talking about how like you know the Republican Party has always been the party for black right, people he because you know the republicans are the ones who like uh lincoln was a republican and right. he you know freed the slaves and blah 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 so right you know we shouldn't be trusting the democratic party because yeah the pretty republicans much are where it's at um and then some radio show i believe it was ebro who has apparently a personal relationship with kanye so he was on his show and he said that he'd had a conversation with Kanye and Kanye told him that he loves Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Internet went insane uh, between, oh, my God, he's such a genius and a free thinker. And uh, this Negro is canceled, basically. Um, Absolutely. So, Absolutely. yeah, so that happened. And then he proceeded to tweet a picture of his Make America Great Again hat. Um, that was signed by Trump, <laughs> and they're sending each other. In the, in the tweet, in the caption, like, oh my God, my head is signed, like a little fangirl. Yes. Like, and then they, they proceeded to like write each other love letters on Twitter, basically. Ew. Um, ew. Oh my God, don't forget Chance. <laughs> oh my God, why? Why Chance? Why? Uh... <sighs> Chance really missed out on a great opportunity to just stay to silent. stay quiet. Just mind your business. Drink your tea slash coffee slash water. Just don't. Don't. Don't get involved. So Chance the Rapper came on Twitter to be like, 
um, this half-assed defense of like, well, he makes some good points, and uh, black people are allowed to join the Republican Party, and blah, 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 blah. And then Trump came out and was like, yes, thanks to people like Kanye West and Chancellor mm-hmm. Rafford. And Chancellor was like, wait, no, wait, 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 my bad. <laughs> like, that is not what I meant at all. And he, he like, tweeted this, uh, you know, Apple Notes app mm-hmm. <laughs> apology being like, that is not what I meant. I was just coming to Kanye's defense because he's my mentor, he's my idol, whatever. Like, I've always looked up to this man, da, 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 da. but... That was not an endorsement. Of but that was the Trump dumbest or... tweet Absolutely. on earth. Absolutely, it was Absolutely. so stupid and unnecessary. It lacked context. It completely lacked context. And like you cannot just tweet something. Sense? Absolutely. And then, like, I mean, and I think even Charlemagne, who uh interviewed him later mm-hmm. came out in the beginning in his defense as well being like oh you know um we're always like quick to he's still defending if, him even after oh, the God. interview came out a lot of people including i think charlamagne were talking about how like we don't let anybody express themselves and this oppressive um liberalism and whatever of like and i i completely agree with the fact that it's like it's gotten to a point where it's so much pressure that people feel like they need to rebel against it. Like there's such pressure in this day and age to be quote unquote woke um, that anyone who doesn't fit that mold kind of automatically gets lynched on social media, especially on Twitter, always without fault. Um, So I kind of understand that. Except, but I mean, the, in the process of like standing, of 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 like rebelling against that, or like taking a stand against, uh, you know, like oppressive wokeness, mm-hmm. you end up defending things like people's right to say. I mean, people have the right to say whatever they want, but you end up defending things that like defending people's words mm-hmm. as opposed to their right to say whatever they want do you see what i mm-hmm. mean like instead of defending kanye's right to go off and say right. whatever he right. wants and believe whatever I he agree. wants you're actually defending kanye's words which make absolutely no sense are inflammatory are offensive right and factually inaccurate right oh like, my god so i tried to watch uh the interview with charlemagne the god it is one hour and 45 minutes. No thanks. I never, Pass. ever in my life need that much Kanye in like one Hard. go. I am Pass. Gucci. Um, but what I did watch was Charlemagne's kind of recap of it on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of get the gist of what they talked about. And okay. obviously Charlemagne's ass was like, oh, by the way, he doesn't really love, you know, and support Donald Trump like that. He's just, he, um, he just, he likes his style. And I'm like, bro, that is so much worse. That's ex- that's, that is the same thing. So terrible. You do that's not understand. Um, that's the literal same thing. Anyway, so not watching the interview or watch, I don't no, know, like, I don't know if watching the interview could have changed my mind, Aslan. Um, because here's my thing with this Negro. Um, I feel like there's a huge difference 
between being a quote unquote free thinker and just being a contrarian, especially when you doing that in the sole purpose of provoking people and, you know, getting them riled up and like talking about you and stuff. I, I think that's like, <laughs> bruh, it's not like, how, how are people, <sighs> you know what? It was really depressing to see that um, because I didn't watch the interview, but I did skim through the comment section and the number of people who support this man you never learn you never learn to not look at the comments mind boggling it is so insane um from white people obviously because they were like yeah you're the good negro whatever but also from a lot of black people from a lot of black men i should say specifically um and i'm just i'm baffled by all these people who are like, no, but he's not, you know, he doesn't listen to the mainstream and he can't control his thought and he's enlightened and this genius is going to save us. Um, I don't understand that you would think that because for a second that you're right and he's just like a free thinker. Isn't being a critical thinker better? Like, can't you go read maybe or like ask some informed people perhaps conversate with them um maybe go back to chicago every once in a while see how people like i don't know um here's my thing there's a difference between being a free thinker and being an imaginary person Mm -hmm. like a person who relies solely on their imagination Mm-hmm. You can be a free thinker, but you cannot be a free thinker outside of reality. Right. Like, that makes no, you can't be a free thinker about today's society Absolutely. without considering the reality of today's society, without considering Absolutely. the reality of history. For, for Kanye to go on TMZ in their offices and like go on this. I completely rant forgot thing. about I don't that. Know oh, what God, the hell I that about was? That. He went to TMZ and like stood there mm-hmm. about something or other, and he was talking about how, uh, you know, I who here thinks I'm a free thinker? Who thinks who here thinks that I engage in free thought or whatever? Which mm-hmm. is also like very sort of. Are you stroking your ego right now? This yeah, is not what we're clearly. here for. What is this? But. He went on TMZ and talked to them about how he felt that 400 years of slavery, mm-hmm. in his free thought, mm-hmm. he came up with the idea that 400 years of slavery was by choice because mm-hmm. 400 years? Yeah, it must with all have of y'all, been a choice. With yeah. all of y'all, that right. must have been a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. is... Naam? <sighs> هل انت عندك اي ارتباط مع الواقع هل هل انت عندك اي كونكشن مع الحاصل هسي ولا الحصل هل انت عندك اي معلومات هل انت قريت لك كتاب قبل كده هل was it Kanye's dad a black panther I don't understand I, I, don't I feel understand. like and also like what's really fascinating to me is the complete 180 because I'm so sad. College Dropout is like forever one of my favorite yeah, albums. Oh my Somebody God. said, somebody <laughs> said, something must have been 
something must have been in that in the air in that airport video the for um uh oh shit, what's the song oh called? with stacy dash with him and with him and stacy dash oh my god both of them oh yeah that was a, a throw long out drop. the whole video the, uh, the whole thank thing, you the whole entire thing <laughs> somebody else wrote uh say stacy dash walked so kanye could run oh my and God. really that is exactly what it is because <sighs> um, if he is not the most extreme far furthest potential of what stacy dash represents i don't know what it is he is exactly the epitome of where stacy dash wants to be in her see, thinking this, and in her politics so so this is um, what I was actually getting at, like Stacey Dash, we didn't really know her politics until one day she popped on Fox TV, right? But right. Kanye, at one point in his life, like from his lyrics and music and the stuff he was doing, was clearly right. quite sensible and quite aware of like social injustice. So I don't understand how you can unlearn what you grew up with. I am so confused. Yeah, I'm baffled. Um, I'm baffled particularly since nothing has really changed. Since you nothing. were in that Well, his bank account, that, but I mean, I mean... Except for that, which leads me to my next point. That really, it is absolutely true that your economic status... Change, changing also automatically for the most part mm -hmm. i mean okay let me not say that but in kanye's case definitely changes your political views and a lot of people have been talking about this like the whole idea of like social equality or like racism and uh, and you know power dynamics and mm -hmm. class are all connected because just because you're black does not mean that you are going to see things or like see the injustices in the same way because maybe they don't affect you in the same way depending mm -hmm. on your tax bracket right and that's absolutely true kanye is now in like you know a higher tax bracket and does not recognize anymore mm -hmm. the idea he went on tmz and started talking about black on black crime i mean look at people i mean black people in chicago are killing themselves every single day nobody talks about that but when a white person does it this is an exact quote i just watched this before we recorded I when am... a white person does it, and shout out to, um, what's his name, Van Lathan, who works for TMZ and was like, shut up, Listen, stop talking. Isn't Van Lathan the guy who has that pod the Red Pill podcast? Really? Of yeah, all people, that is the person who is going to collect you? Like, you are beyond, beyond the sunken place. Like, we can't save you. If this, and he really like, stood there. Unai, because that like, dude is also problematic, and even he had a problem with what he, Kanye was saying. Like, what? Yeah, I just don't under. I, I don't. I I have no background about Van Lathan, but I I, I like could definitely relate to him when he was because Kanye kept talking, and he was like, "I need you to stop." No, and he like would turn to the the because it's the like it's like the bullpen where everybody's mm -hmm. sitting, and he would turn to everybody and be like, "Do not believe him." Please stop talking. Shut up. You don't know what you're saying. Right. And then they ended up taking him into like this little booth thing where they talk, the two of them. And he's like, you are ignoring the fact that there are people on the ground in Chicago, your hometown, working every single day 
to fix these issues in the community Every and you're ignoring day. where these issues stem Every from in the first place day. and they don't get the shine that he and I and before he started talking to him like when they t- gathered them in the little booth Kanye was like hey what's your name man and, and dude was like my name is Van and he's like hi Van nice to meet you I'm sorry I disappointed you and it was just so like passive aggressive and petty and like this Okay. Because Van Lathan was standing there being like, I think this was after um, after um, Kanye asked the question of who here thinks I engage in free thought? And Van was like, I just want to tell you that you are a complete disappointment to me. Like, mm-hmm. ask anybody in this room. You were my idol. Mm-hmm. I looked up to you. You were my role model. And then you turn around and say this stuff that's so hurtful and so offensive and so like blind to the facts and to reality like I don't understand how you can stand there and say that you're not even the same person and then he so when when they were in the booth he was like like you are bringing up the same argument that folks bring up to discount the idea that black lives matter right to like you know dismiss the idea that black lives matter Mm -hmm. and the fact that you are from like you are from Chicago and using that as an example like I couldn't, I that was the thing that was so shocking to me to I, get all the stuff because who obviously fucked me, right? Like or whatever. Right. Like the fact that you would use your own hometown as 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 like proof of this black on black uh, crime myth is like. And that's why um, it's crazy that Chance would even try to defend him because Chance is also from Chicago and I think he's trying to do a lot of like community work. Well, I'm pretty sure that Chance right now is like, oh my God, whatever. I should have never said anything. You can defend him in any other way without saying, without defending his words. You don't have to agree with him mm-hmm. to defend his right to express his opinion. Absolutely. Right. But you can do defend his right to express his opinion without defending his opinion. Right. I completely agree. I like it's the whole thing is just so crazy. Um, and the whole thing is also really messy because Kanye keeps tweeting people's texts to him. Which oh, I don't understand my God. what that's supposed Kanye. to accomplish. What? What are you doing? The hell? What are you doing? People are trying to help you. Help them help you, Kanye. Like John Legend being like, hey, here's here are some things. Here are some things that you should think about before you tweet these things that you're saying. Here and is he the put him on blast. What the I'm hell? So, and then did you see John Legend's response? He's like, since you're tweeting this... <laughs> Um, my album comes out next week. Like, can you just give me that promotion? Right. But like, I mean, it's just the, so messy also, and so childish. The the thing is, um, if tr- uh, Trump gal, if Kanye had expressed <laughs> all of these opinions, say when Trump was campaigning, I don't think I would care. Like, I I would just right. be completely indifferent. But the fact right. that he's doing this now that now. this man has been in office for a year and how many months i feel like it's been like 63 years like what the hell um yeah the fact that yeah. he's been in office like a really long time. for this long and that he has had an actual tangible 
impact on actual Word. real people Word. Um, who are mostly your people, people who look like you, not people who look I like your wife. Worse. FYI. Yeah, um, I I'm just, I am so confused. And the thing is, not only is this guy in office, Waslan, he's doing whatever the fuck he wants, um, but also, like, Meselen, <clears throat> Trump called in um, to his favorite morning show, which is Fox and Friends, obviously. <laughs> and they asked him... Oh, my God, I remember that. Um, they asked him about uh, Kanye's support of him. And he was like, yeah, you know, Kanye is a smart guy. And, like, he sees that the black unemployment is um, the lowest it's Going been down. in, like, my bad. First of all, black unemployment started decreasing when Obama was in office, like, dramatically Hello? decreasing um, in, what, what, 2012 or something? What is a so, fact? Sh- okay. And the thing is, he says these things, and people believe what he says. Of course they do, because they're uneducated, and, and it they're is not trying to be educated at all. Insane. I've seen... Um, um, like articles from blogs, uh, like right-wing blogs floating around mm-hmm. on Twitter, like Infowars, who, a true pundit, and they're um, saying that Trump's support amongst black males has doubled in a week. And they're linking that to him being associated with Kanye West. Now, these blogs are not wow. very reliable, wow. so this may be wow. completely false. But people are going to believe this. And like, uh-huh, first of all. And honestly, if it's true, and his support amongst Negroes has doubled in one week, then really, truly, black women in America are the only people left with sense. Like, I don't understand. I'm so confused. Um, Um, I think the the best part for me about that Fox and Friends uh, call-in interview mm -hmm. was the fact that and they actually had to get him off the phone off the, like they off cut him air. off yes they literally cut the president off because he would not stop talking about absolutely nothing I'm... and they were like oh you must be really busy mr president and he's like no nah, i'm good i'm good what's going on with you guys like what are you doing it's crazy it, it is crazy Like, this whole thing is insane that this is man this is life? in office and is that, d- like, d- this d- fucking, <sighs> this man is supporting him and, like, people are supporting this man for supporting him because it's, like, anti-establishment. Do you know how many yeah. millions and billions these people have? They're not checking for right. you, boo. Like, what and are you thing, doing? Like, I don't think Kanye, I don't think the problem is that, like, I think the problem is that Kanye specifically is supporting Donald Trump in this way. You know what I mean? Like, if it was anybody, if it was Charlemagne, I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Because it's Charlemagne. Right. But, like, the right. fact... The, the cultural uh, significance of Kanye. Of Kanye West. And that's what a lot of people who were messaging him were telling him. Like, dude, you have cultural significance you do you are a person you of, you are pop culture um, yeah, you, you are have inspired influence. people like you, you are it runs it runs yeah 
I'm so confused. And I really don't understand why he can't like Trump at home. In like in in the why does he feel the need to express it? I feel like it it really is just to be contrarian, but also it's not funny because. Uh-huh. I think it's fine for him to express himself and his love for Donald Trump and Donald Trump's policies. Not when you're Kanye. Why, no, why do you have to dis in the process, like dismiss and qu- between quotation marks debunk historical fact? Oh, <laughs> that's what I don't get. Like the fact that you're like sitting here talking about like there's no you can support Trump and not say that slavery was a choice. Like, that's just a thing that you can do. Yeah. You can be supportive of Trump without these, like, outlandish remarks that you're making. Uh, we don't yes. need to hear that. I'm confused. I need him to read a book. I just... And a lot of people are like, well, see, this is what happens when you marry into the Kardashian family. I don't this think we should blame but that think, on them. Exactly. I really don't think he that... He is a of Fully grown adult first of all, with kids. First of all, also, didn't his wife campaign for Hillary? Like, don't don't put this on her. Did she? Yeah. Also, I just don't think that she has the like political sense or like thinks about politics so deeply. Oh to no, sit I doubt there that. And influence him to the point where these are the conclusions that he's reaching. I really I, don't I, think. I don't think that so. She has at all. even the interest in politics. remember when she um i don't know she was working with jeffree star who's that really gross makeup artist um who calls people niggers and stuff on the street um she was working with him so people came at her and collected her and then she went on like a snapchat rant and she was like oh my god but i love jeffree you guys should just get over it like, you can't be mad right. at him for stuff that he did years ago. I really don't understand. I preach love and tolerance for all. So, like, I mean, clearly she doesn't, she doesn't yeah, have the I range. Okay, that's I, fine. Exactly. Because she at least had the sense to not support this freaking monster when he was, like, Bruh, no, yeah. no, this is on him, like, I he's just, an adult. Plus, this is, like, this leads into a whole other conversation of, like, how women are held accountable for the actions of their husbands. Like, somehow, yeah. they have control over their hu- yeah. like, their husbands. Or Leave they her alone. Like, this is, so this not, is not her please. fight. Like, I, I, I know she really supported him on right now. Twitter or whatever, but that's her husband. And sure, sis, whatever. And um, so might that's I not add, about her. in her defense, and I don't never thought I would come to Kim Kardashian's defense. <laughs> but in her de- in her defense, she had the sense to defend his right to speak without defending his actual words. Right. So, right. Which is more than we can say for a lot of y'all. <laughs> so. Word. And it's not even I don't know why people think this is like a, a partisan thing. It's not about being Republican or Democrat or whatever. It's really not. Like, it's that's really not. N- that's never been the issue. You can be a Republican all you that nobody cares. Yeah, nobody that's, really cares about that. The, the, that's not what the, we're like, about right now. Not at all. That it's not the issue. People are mad because you're supporting someone who's actively oppressing your people. And yeah. that's and, right. valid. Right. Like, I don't know what else to say. The anyway. other thing that I wanted to discuss on this topic is the fact that a lot of people are placing 
are 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 play, I mean, are saying that the reason why Kanye is saying all of this stuff mm-hmm. is because of his mental health or because he's bipolar allegedly mm-hmm. or whatever, and this is just a symptom or like a, uh, a whatever a side effect of his illness, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of other people are being like, please stop, uh, just like dismissing his words mm-hmm. as. Oh, he's just ayat. Not necessarily. We don't know that this is the reason why he's saying those things. And by the way, I, like, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Quinta. Mm-hmm. Quinta Brunson, who is a comedian, and she was on uh, BuzzFeed for a while. I mean, she was like, um, my best friend is bipolar, and the worst thing she's ever done to me is like tell me that my shirt was ugly or something like that. Like the the, right. the the worst thing she's ever done is like you know something really harmless like this is not a right. thing this is not like because he's bipolar therefore he thinks that slavery was a choice i like, mean if if he just, is really bipolar or has some other mental illness i really do hope he gets the help he needs helped it but yes. i don't think mental illness excuses just like willful yes. ignorance cuz i i refuse to believe that had his mom been alive that she would have allowed listen any of this really um but and i don't like that people i mean i don't know i just like people are still talking about oh well his mother died and that really affected him deeply that is possible and it's fine but i'm sorry kanye has all of the access in the world to a mental health professional who can help him work through his issues if that is truly the case. Like, this is she, just irresponsible yeah, on mean, all fronts. I don't know. Like, I can't. On when Finihaya, what I'm trying to say is I need people to hold people accountable of right. their actions and not try to blame it on something else. His wife, the Kardashians, my bad if Minu, and please. Finihaya, who was all? Quays. <laughs> yeah, Radil Bishanam Bishufah. Yed, yani. Yed. Also, his oh kids God, are like, you know, it's so sad. Yeah, I really. I, this I, is I crazy. People are going crazy. I don't understand. So, just to, to like um, answer the question of what we're going to do with Kanye, um, I don't He's care. I, I don't yeah. care. Like, the. There's enough decent music out there that I'm I'm good without Kanye. Did he release a song? Did he? That was like Kanye versus the people or something. Really? Yeah, I think it's called Kanye versus the people. I'm not sure. I didn't and even I re- hear about that. I don't know. Whatever. You know what? The only thing I can really hope for is that this hurts his pocket. I hope his album does terribly. And if you really have to listen to it, please stream it illegally. Don't give him your money. Uh, oh, yeah. The song is called Yay Versus the People. <sighs> okay, no. I'm good. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, no. uh, good luck to them. I've, I, I'm, I'm just going to grieve um, that this person no oh, longer Oh, I'm sorry. Exists. There's another one. What? There's another song that's called Lift Yourself. It was released last Friday. Nobody's okay. So this this music has been out for a whole week, and nobody's talking about this. But everyone's talking about this mess that he's doing. I'm pretty. I'm like a good 
79% sure that he's doing all of this on purpose. The, the, let me, can I read you the last verse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm just going to read the first two lines because I... But okay. Poopity scoop, scoop diddy whoop. Whoopty scoop de poop. Poopty scoop de scoop de whoop. I'm not even kidding. What? I'm like confused. What is it called? Uplift yourself? Lift yourself. <laughs> on the track. This is this is the the, the like the little tagline on Vice. Uh, listen to Kanye West's new song, Lift Yourself. On the track released Friday night, Kanye spouts gibberish, seemingly trolling Ebro Darden. Okay. Bruh. <laughs> I'm done. I am so done. Okay, I don't want to talk about Kanye Yeah, anymore. no, I don't, I don't really need him in um, my life. I'm good. Yeah, I'm straight. Uh, next up. <laughs> I need to take a breath. Okay. Before we talk about this, because <sighs> yeah, we're we're getting okay. to the deep end here. Okay. Yeah. Um, In, go ahead. Sh- shall I? Okay. In 2017. Mm-hmm. Um. No. Sorry. <laughs> That's not how I want to start. Okay. Um. Okay. All over social media for the last three days or so. Mm-hmm. Perhaps four. Um has been the story of Noor Hussain, mm-hmm. who is a young woman um, in Sudan. Mm-hmm. At 16, Noura was... Um, married off. Married off to a man that she did not want to marry. So her family came to her and said, this guy, get good them lake up down. And she was like, no, thank you. And they were like, no, no, thank you. And she was anyway, in right. response to Agida, the important thing is that she left her house or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. فقامت جات رايعة بيتهم لقت أبواق الضبع عليها والعريس لسه ماشي and she married they married her off to him so she's 19 at this point when she's given him given to her quote unquote husband right. whom she never agreed to marry right um this was in 2017 so the العريس تمّا in 2017 okay كويس uh, she uh, moved in with her with her quote unquote husband. Right. Where for the first five days she refused to consummate the marriage. Right. So her husband tried to have sex with her. She refused him for five days. On the sixth okay. day, he allegedly um, recruited his family, uh, his cousins, whatever, mm-hmm. when they came to the house and helped him rape her. Okay. <sighs> Um, the next day, he tried it again, tried to rape her again, mm-hmm. at which point she um, stabbed him okay. and then cleaned herself up and went to her family home where she told her parents exactly what had happened mm-hmm. and what she had done. Right. Abuha, in response, Saga legisma al-bolis, sallama al-bolis, and then disowned her. Right. 
Um, her family also allegedly then packed their stuff and moved away from where they lived because they were afraid of, quote-unquote, Attar al-Qabali. So, um, Noura's case began trial in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, her first lawyer, after, quote, uh, apparently an altercation with the police, um, basically recused himself okay. of the case. Right. And then... <laughs> so she was like completely alone, no legal support, mm -hmm. no family support. Mm -hmm. um, I think a couple of lawyers uh, volunteered to take her take on her case pro bono, and so they are now her current lawyers. Mm -hmm. um, argued the case through 2017 and into 2018. Last Sunday, the judge came back with a verdict that Nuda is guilty of premeditated murder because wow. uh, the prosecution argued that she killed him while he was asleep okay. um, with a knife that she had had on her bedside table or something, whatever, in Mahim. Um, and they also argued that she was never raped because quote, there was, quote-unquote, no evidence that she was raped. Um, and uh, the penalty for premeditated murder in Sudan mm -hmm. is death. Right. So her, her lawyers have filed an appeal obviously. Mm -hmm. And on May 10th, I believe there is a court date to, uh, for the family of the victim to come forward and say if they want her to be executed or if they want to pardon her right. and then get a dia instead. But that would just mean that she would also get life in prison mm -hmm. anyway, while she also had to pay a dia, you know, on, on, on her quote unquote husband's life. Right. Those are the facts of the case. To my best knowledge. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, there's a lot of like debate to Jadil about what really happened. Um, a lot of a lot of quote unquote news agencies. I'm not gonna call them news agencies because they really just took the article mm -hmm. from Adar and copy pasted it onto their own platforms. Mm -hmm. Are painting it as a bride kills her husband on their honeymoon for no reason. Right. Um, there's also, I read reports of like his brother's testimony or his cousins where they say that they never knew that she was forced into the marriage. Um, and that, Excuse yes, me? they were there. Yeah. And that, yes, they were there on the day of the alleged rape. Okay. But that they didn't participate in anything like that. And they just. You know, and then you know the next day they found her Zalana, but they didn't know why, or something like that. And him like confusing. But I mean, uh, this case is just so um, so infuriatingly common. And I think the mistake that a lot of people are making, there's a lot of argument on social media of, well, who does that? Who, um, what do you mean who does that? Gets their, gets their cousins to come help them raise oh. somebody. Oh, really? That never oh, happens. That's who does that? I mean, that? a comment okay. that I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like all of the argument 
isn't on the fact that like she alleges that she was <laughs> raped by her husband. It's on the details of how she was raped, as if her being raped is not a big deal. And I'm sorry for repeating that word over and over again. Like I understand it can be very triggering, but also I feel it's important to repeat that word over and over again because that is what happened according to her. And her story deserves validity because one she's the person like like all of the things that happened to her up to that point Mm -hmm. have led up to that point do you see what i mean it's not like unrelated things and then Mm -hmm. it's a clear chain of events that have led to this incident and a lot of people like i said are arguing like well that's not our culture somebody wrote that's not our culture to involve other people in sexual acts. So, whose I don't culture think we should, is it? That's not what I don't are you think we should talking about. Listen, <laughs> I don't think we should judge because this story seems iffy. Like nobody in Sudan ever involves people in a rape. What then there's do you also mean? the listen. It's so weird. Then there's also had, the camp. Of, oh my god! Listen, I actually wrote down like the craziest comments and stuff that I saw in like groups. Like, I grouped them, and I wrote everything down, and I have six different categories for, like, the mess that people are talking online. But please go ahead. Okay, I just want to tell you the one more camp that was, like, um, of course, there's the people who are saying, she's guilty, she killed her husband. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what happened, Mm -hmm. um, she killed her husband, and therefore she's guilty of Mm -hmm. murder. Um, There is the people who say that she should have found another way. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she should have talked to her family, mm-hmm. tried to convince them. Yeah, yeah. The same I people wrote all of this who, stuff. <laughs> I'm with you. Who gave her away in the first place. Um, she should have talked to her husband and convinced him that this wasn't right. There's also the camp of people who are like, he's her husband. He can do what she wants. Right. I wrote that down too. Mm-hmm. And she has no... Like, we can, what, we what can discuss even, all of these in length. <laughs> what are you even saying? Like, she's she's his wife. Like, duh. Like, of I, course he's going to have to... What else is he going to do with her? But um, There's mind. also the people who are like, you know, why are we just taking her side, her word for it? Why isn't it, uh, you know, why aren't we trying to figure out what really happened? Um... And then there's a, the camp who is don't just defend her because she's a woman, hmm. which I've got I've gotten so many comments, so oh, many messages well. of like people being like, I mean I don't think you should defend her just because she's a woman. <laughs> who said? First of all, who even said I did? I'm giving you the facts as far as I know, according to what was transpired in court or what was said in court or what her lawyers are arguing. How can you tell me? That, like I just don't I don't. I don't understand. I am. I can't even express myself right now. And Mahim, so that's basically the thing. Okay. Right now, people are trying to like rally up support. Like I said, her her lawyers have filed for an appeal. Mm-hmm. People are trying to rally up support for her and sort of like get <coughs> traction on the story because up until three days ago, nobody was talking about this. Right. No I one actually was found out about, about this, this like yesterday because I haven't really been on Twitter like that, but. Um, and I and I also just want to mention that, like, in the beginning, I said that this story is infuriatingly common. Mm-hmm. And I say that because a lot of people are very surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, a number of tweets, like I said, that are like, this isn't our culture. How could this happen? Mm-hmm. Or why would her family force her to get married? That or, is insane. That is crazy. Or, you know, and that, I'm just uh, like, are you into Aishimana? 
هل انتم حصل زرتوا السودان؟ حصل تكلم حصل عشتوا في السودان؟ حصل اتعرفتوا؟ Like there's a lever, le- lever. There's a level of like sheltering that people live in, or like that bubbles that people insane. live in, that are crazy to me. This is not the first story of its kind. I personally know so many women who were forced into marriage, who lived this kind of nightmare and continue to live it. Like this is not new. This is not out of the ordinary. This is. Part and parcel of our culture. Yeah, I I actually wrote this down as well because I saw so many comments that are like, "Oh my God, you guys! Like, this is not systemic. It's an isolated case. You know, Listen. this is like the 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 most extreme cases." That's actually not that no. extreme. That's no, much more not. common than you think. There is also a lot you... of people who are like. Oh, this is just what happens in rural areas. This is just oh, the jahli min al nas. The nas lamen kunu jahlin bi'amalu kida. The nas al aqalin bi'amalu kida. And I'm just like, no, not the, the, I mean, first of all, the fact that you, what do you mean? First of all, what? you, you, fi qalb, fi qalb al khartoum. The matter that happens every day. You know, the girls are dressed without their consent. Every day happens. Like you cannot convince. First of all, al khartoum. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that. Khartoum is a massive city. Mm-hmm. And who populates Khartoum? Who do you think populates Khartoum? Then people who are, first of all, يعني, the people who are, I feel like I should say this because a lot of people talk about Khartoum like it's just an enlightened place mm-hmm. that, you know, whatever. And there, it's just this bubble within within the jungle of Bagi Sudan mm-hmm. that lives in like backward, you know, podunk lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But first of all, People who are originally from Al Khartoum, I mean, for generations, mm-hmm. that percentage of the population is so small. Right. The vast majority of people who live for Khartoum and claim Al Khartoum as their hometown, yaim min al aqali. Why? Because the bled kulla marakza fi Al Khartoum. Any haja, any service, any education, any haja tadawira, lazim tayi Al Khartoum عشان تعملها. So people feel the need to move to the capital in order to find access to these basic life. Uh, amenities, these basic life necessities that they need in order to be to live. Mm-hmm. So for you to say that, oh no, that Al-Qalim versus Al-Khartoum is meaningless. Also, Al-Khartoum is huge. It is massive. Right. And again, I repeat, Al-Nas, because of like Al-Balad Kulla Terkiza Al-Khartoum, Al-Hakuma Terkiza is centralized for Khartoum. Mm-hmm. Because of all of that, all of these people begu nas himna al-qalim bhushu khartoum. Right. And that's not to say, again, all of this is just to prove that Al-Khartoum to you is your neighborhood. Pretty or much. where your family lives. But Al-Khartoum in reality is a sprawling uh tri- city metropolis right. that has all types of people in it. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, just because it does not or may not happen in mm-hmm. doesn't make an issue any less valid or any less worth discussion or any less worth change. Bagil Balad deserves your attention just as a Khartoum gets your attention. Right. Just because al-hayadi tahsal fil aqalim or may tahsal fil aqalim ma ma'anata al-hayadi ma muhimma wala ma bitasir ala al-balad wala ma bitasir ala tafkir al-nas wala ma bitasir 
ما بتاثر على المجتمع مم. المجتمع is made up of every single person في البلد مم. المجتمع السوداني ما محصور على الخرطوم معليش like stop this you know like Uh, tunnel vision of just if it's in the Khartoum, it's yeah, we should talk about it, but otherwise, who cares? Mm-hmm. No, and not to mention that at Tafkira for Akalim, Yahuzatu, like I said, for all the reasons that I stated uh, before, right? It's in Khartoum, yeah, just because the Nas Gada feel awesome, I'm not a Tafkira Dreyer, or suddenly they're enlightened, or suddenly we're all modernized. Right. No. That's not it. That's not it. And I need people to pull their heads out of their asses and to actually just look around. Mm-hmm. Look around and consider and talk to people who are not like you, who are not in your circle, to understand that people think differently. There's an entire spectrum mm-hmm. in our society from people who are super, quote-unquote, liberal, super enlightened, super whatever you want to call it, super, if you want to call it westernized, if you want to call it enlightened, if you want to call it uh, open-minded, whatever you want to call it. There is that all Not the open-minded. way... Listen. All the way to the most ragi, the most backward, the most traditional, conventional, oppressive, um, tra- you know, uh, social... Uh, thinking mm-hmm. ways and that has nothing to do might i add with economic status mm-hmm. or level of education right and a lot of families span that entire spectrum وممكن الناس الاثنين دهن on both ends of the spectrum يفكروا بين نفس الطريقة ويشوفوا انهم هم عندهم الحق انه يزوجوا بناتهم without their consent يعملوا الدائرين because اولادهم حقينهم and you know have complete control and power right. over them ممكن يشوفوا انه اي رأي يختصب مرته يدقها يعمل فيها سبعة وزمتها يكتولها ما مشكلة حقه دفع فيها مهر زي ما نحن بنشوف كثير هسع في الثلاثة يوم الفات الديل الناس بتكتب الكلام ده دافع فيها مهر يعني حيكون يعني ليه to refuse him هو دافع فيها and this thing of like just because you pay money therefore you are completely entitled to a person's body to a person's life to a person's soul mm-hmm. everything is mind blowing and like I said ما محصورة to a certain demographic right. So many people across the spectrum think this way. And I'm going to need you to take some time to talk to your family because a lot of you have messaged me in the last couple of days being like, yo, so my cousin, I sent my cousin the story and I was like, isn't this amazing? Oh my God, isn't this horrible? And he was like, la, why? Or, and I was surprised. Okay, so... I really wanted to get into just all the comments and tweets and mess that I saw because I think that a lot of these comments are just symptoms of like the 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 struggle the mess that we're in that it's terrifying yeah. to me um yeah Obviously, there were the comments that were like, oh my God, how can you defend her? Obviously, there, there are two sides to the story. 
Um, and he's dead, so he can't ha- tell somebody, his side of the story. Somebody said, why don't people ask the husband's side of the story? And I was like, bruh, uh, listen. <laughs> do you even, listen. have you, You're do dumb. you even know what we're talking You're about? Dumb. Do you even know what we're talking about? You're dumb. <laughs> um, but to the people who say that, like, that's just insane to me. Like, you should have... I don't know what to say. Like when they tell you that this girl ran away at 16 years of age because they were going to force her to marry this guy and you're still quest. Listen, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Also, there were the people, Zayma Gutti, who were like, oh, he's her husband, so he can do whatever he wants. First of all, if you want to get technical like that he's really not her husband because the marriage is not valid if she doesn't give consent first of all oh, thank like, you can we just talk about that i'm so confused d- can we talk what? about the fact that people don't understand basic ما she didn't agree to the marriage. Well, لنفرض لنفرض إنه راجلة. Okay, let's just play along with this and say that, like you said, the Fafia Mahar, so he's her husband. Cool. All right. Um, as his wife, she does have an obligation to, you know, c- consume the marriage. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And if she does not, he has the right to divorce her. But nowhere <laughs> in any religious text does it say that this man is allowed to just, like, her body is not free service. Like, it's not, Even that's not what this is. It, that's not what this means. Like, I'm so confused. Even in the hadith that every person seems to like to pluck out and throw in our faces of, uh, you know, basically refuses him, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Even in the hadith, mm-hmm. there is no mention of the man having the right to forcibly take what is quote-unquote his. Nowhere. Like, Even I'm in so the confused. hadith, it says that Rabbana bighdab ala al-mara who does not please her husband. That's what it says. Right. Rabbana, Allah, Allah, kun za'lam minna. Does not say that Rabbana gives the man the right ikafitaha walla ikhtasiba walla to basically have sex with her um, uh, you know, outside of her will, consent, whatever. And not to mention, دينياً زي ما المرأة زي ما الرأي اللي عنده حق على المرأة زي ما المرأة عندها حق على الرأي in that respect as well. If she's not in the mood, mm-hmm. she does not have to, and he must work. He and you can go look up all the Shiyu who support this. He must work in order to make himself attractive to her whether Mm -hmm. that is desirable yeah treating her well foreplay whatever it may be to get her in that mood i don't feel like it and then he just 
uh, gets his cousins to come hold her down. And like we said before, Sharan, he's not her husband. Right. She didn't sign the contract. Because she would have said no. Because she, she said no to her family. And right. they were like... And that's... Listen, I don't even know what to say. Like people who are like, oh my God, but that's just an exception, an extreme case and whatever. How many people do no. you know? And Al-Ma'zun never even looked at the girl or asked the girl and she was never present. Like nobody asked for her opinion. How, really? Like, do you just not know people who've been through that? Or are because you they don't think living about that, in denial? They don't even realize that that's a a a sharat, a necessary uh, requirement. Inu he allows him to voice her her agreement for the marriage to be valid. They don't even know that. So for them, this argument is moot. Why are we even talking about this? Ma khalas abu agad la al mushkila shnu. No, al mushkila inu. You guys don't know a deen. Ma ba alfin al sharia. And that's because our culture just assumes that al wakil automatically has has the the bride's consent. Yeah. Al-Wakil in our culture ma'indu alaqa bil-wakala. Al-Wakala inna kita tawakkil zol. Tagul law, wallahi yaakhi, you're going to represent me. Mm-hmm. I want you to represent me fil-hayyadi. Mm-hmm. Ana bawakkil lak amri. Lakin in the marriage, in the thing, al-muhim, in the context of marriage, mm-hmm. Al-Wakil is not necessarily zol it tamwakilaw. Right. ممكن يكون أي زول mm-hmm. وممكن يكون وممكن الزول ده يوكل روح بدون ما أنت تعرفي mm-hmm. الحياة دي ما جديدة mm-hmm. ولا إحنا يعني أنا بتذكر I know a girl who wanted to be present for her عقد mm-hmm. and she like made it a point أنا I want to be present for العقد لأنه أنا عندي الحق إنه أنا أتكلم في عقدي أقول أي أنا راضية إنه أي عقد لي على الزول ده and her whole family made a huge row إنه قلة أدب ودي جهارة mm-hmm. انت قاهره كيف يعني تكوني قاعده كيف يعني تمشي الجامع وتكوني قاعده تقولي يو نو انت يو وانت بي بريزنت ولا انك هنا ما خلاص انت موكله ابوك right. لا هي عندها الحق لكن نحن we're so blinded by culture we don't even realize that, that, that that's an actual right mm-hmm. and i had somebody arguing in my dms with me about well abuha wakila so it doesn't matter her father has a right to marry her off but despite that's without not her what wakil no. means though Wakil does not mean a person who owns you and gives you to someone else. Wakil is an older male in your family that you're close to who has your best interest at heart and whom you can give that responsibility of telling them like whatever, with whether or not you're... Because what is... I'm what so words? confused. What is like, a meaning? What is logic? Um, I really don't know. Um, like another mess of comments that I've seen is like you mentioned that she could have just asked for divorce (laughs) or talked it out. She could have gone to court. Or gone to court or went back to her parents. And to these people, I don't even know what to say. First of all, do you know how long it takes for a, a woman Um, to go ask for a divorce, especially since she had no like tangible reason, like he didn't. You know what? I don't. I don't know what to say because clearly she was in danger of being raped every single day of her life. So I'm very confused about how you're just like, oh well, she could have talked it out. Oh, she could have gone to her parents. She could have talked no, it out she clearly could not her. have gone to her parents because these are not parents she can trust. Because There's, they're the reason they, she's they, in this they, thing in the first yes. place. I mean, 
what is logic? I, the other thing I that I want to say don't is understand. I want to add on to what you were saying about about um, court because I think that's a really important po- point that people also um, misunderstand. Mm-hmm. The, the process of going through the courts to get divorced, mm-hmm. particularly if you are a woman, mm-hmm. actually pr- uh, uh, virtually exclusively if you are a woman, mm-hmm. is so lengthy and so difficult because you have to prove mm-hmm. that you um, that there is just cause for you to become divorced from this man mm-hmm. because you not wanting to be married is not enough. By the way, they will ask you who طب هو what's the proof? Right. Uh, it's all very like. And regardless, honestly. Even if divorce cases took like one week, which they don't because they usually take months to years, but whatevs. Um, if it only took one week, can you just understand from the perspective of someone who's been raped once and was like, that's it, We're, this is not happening again. Like, can you just empathize with that? Like, I'm so confused how people... Are this not even callous? Yes. Yeah. It's insane. Can I we did. also talk about the the, the, the one of the things that I, I forgot to mention that really upsets me? And shout out to Ahmad Tariq for reminding me of this. Mm-hmm. That we that when a murder happens mm-hmm. or a crime, when a crime in general happens. Okay. There is something called a motive mm-hmm. that is essential, crucial mm-hmm. to said crime happening. Right. In the case of murder, mm-hmm. there must be a motive. If there is no motive for the murder, mm-hmm. that means that person is not in their right mind. Nobody just kills somebody for nothing. Right. There's always a reason. And if there isn't a reason, then that speaks to that person's mental state right a lot of like i said a lot of these headlines are portraying it as just a bride who killed her husband during their honeymoon mm-hmm. which also sways public opinion by the way and is very irresponsible trashy journalism but that's not the point right now right. the point is when we heard that nura killed her husband mm-hmm. the first question we should ask is why and nura already gave us the answer to that question because he raped me mm-hmm. That, to me, regardless of whether it was premeditated, whether he was asleep, which is what people are arguing, he, she killed him while he was asleep, so it mm-hmm. doesn't count. Whatever. What do you mean? It is still t- so she should listen. have waited till he, like, quote... She should have waited until he was on top of her uh, to grab the knife and kill him. I just, like, want you to realize that there's something called motive. There's also something called a rape kit, which usually happens when... A, is usually conducted by healthcare professionals mm-hmm. or police or whatever. I don't believe that there is such a thing as a rape kit in our justice system. I was just about to I ask. I really don't think that even exists. So how do you prove that you were raped if there was there is no rape kit? Mm-hmm. Another thing that people are not considering at all, besides the motive, mm-hmm. right, and, and the fact that she already gave you her motive, and it's completely justifiable motive, right. is the mental state of a person who has gone through what Nura allegedly has gone through. Mm-hmm. Even if he was asleep, this woman is traumatized 
by the fact that this man allegedly brought his people over to help them rape her violently in front of them. Mm -hmm. There's the shame of being raped. There's a humiliation of having witnesses present. Mm -hmm. There's a humiliation of being raped um, by the person who you never wanted in the first place. And who you're stuck with for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life and whom your family gave you away to without a second's consideration for your safety, for your life, for your wants, for your needs, whatever. So... Please tell me again. Somebody wrote, she killed him in an inappropriate way because she stabbed him. Excuse me? I don't even understand what what that means. He raped her, yes, but but she killed him in an inappropriate way. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? I'm tired. And that just tells me that you don't see women as people. You think that a rape doesn't matter, that it doesn't affect a person on a mental, emotional, psychological level physical level mm-hmm. you can, are, are you kidding me do you really think that she was just chilling in bed looking at him sleep um maybe i should kill him now you don't think that what she went through affected her in any way whatsoever even in the testimony that i read i don't even know if it's accurate or not but even in the testimony she was allegedly upset the okay. day uh, the day she killed him. She was upset. The person admits that he saw her upset and he didn't know why. And they threatened to call her dad and she said no. That is what the person alleges mm-hmm. that, that transpired the day that the man died. Mm-hmm. You don't think that has anything to do with anything? You don't think that being married off to someone, and I'm talking to the women especially, you don't think that being married off to somebody you don't want and forced to live with them for the rest of your... You don't think that has an emotional effect? Y'all be asked by your families to go... Uh, and y'all be in the bed, laid up, mad that you have to do something you don't have to do, and upset and tweeting about it. Oh my God, my life sucks because my mother asked me to go on this thing and I don't want to go to this wedding or whatever. You don't think that being, being given to a man that you don't want, that you're being forced to live with for the rest of your life, you don't think that affects you? Your exams affect you, you don't think that's going to affect you? Are you kidding me? So crazy to me. (sighs) And you know what? I I saw a bunch of comments where um, people were like, um, it's in the hands of the justice system. And I find that really ironic because we as Sudanese people spend a good percentage of our time um, complaining that the justice system is flawed, it's unfair, um, it should be reformed. uh, And we also, as a people, have a culture of taking matters into our own hands because we do not trust the judicial system. Hello. Like, obviously nobody calls the cops because what are they going to do? People just beat him up, which is insane. But hello, it happens, right? But, excuse me, this teenager... 19-year-old. This teenager who's already been through hell and now you want to trust the justice system even if we ignored everything else yes this is the thing that blows my mind even if we ignore everything else even if we claim that um you know she's wrong she was she's lying she wasn't raped Mm -hmm. grace Mm -hmm. just the idea that you your family 
married you off to someone and you escaped and ran away for three years. Mm -hmm. For three years, you left your home. وأبوكي أبوكي الولدك كذب عليكي وقال لك تعالي رايع gave you false hope and told you listen I thought about what you you left leaving the house for three years you know what come back my daughter أنا خلاص لغيت الهدس and you come back only to find الناس بحضر في الحاجات and he lied to your face to get you to come home so he could give you away to this person. Right. You don't think that has an emotional impact on somebody? I'm so confused. And like I'm I'm really baffled by how we're all supposed to have faith in this justice system where this system is the reason she's in the spot she's in right now because it's yes. a system that allowed her dad to give her away without her consent and it's a system that does not recognize rape in a marriage so it's a, it's a system is, that barely recognizes rape yeah it's a system yeah, let's that, keep it real that, that barely recognizes true. rape because even in the law rape is punishable by jail time that, or whatever even though it's written in the law that does not mean that it is practiced that it doesn't mean that it's carried out a woman the whole burden is on the woman to prove mm-hmm through some miracle that she was raped. And most times, women who are raped are raped by their husbands, they're raped by their family members, they're raped by their relatives, their neighbors. Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm. And the woman is always told, listen, it's gonna make a mark on your record. You're not gonna be desirable because you're damaged goods. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make a scene for us. Whatever. And all of, like most of these cases die that way. And even when they make it to court, mm-hmm. the whole burden is on her. Yeah. And these cases rarely get tried fairly and rarely get justice. So, like marital rape, which is not Listen. even recognized by the law. Do you know what I just found out? Do you want a little piece of trivia? Um, apparently, mm-hmm. as of the year 2011, Sudan is one of only six countries in the world that have not signed the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women. And not that these things count, okay? But if we're one of six countries in the whole entire world, like, I don't, if that's not a big fuck you from our government to all of the women in our country i don't know what that is like you if you can't even do that it just really shows how completely unbothered you are by any kind of inequality or injustice or discrimination so like to say that there is a significant number of people who mean well Mm -hmm. and are in my dms and in my mansions telling me that oh my god this is a terrible story so heartbreaking but um you know this is society and we can't change that so you know just pray for her and i'm just like (sighs) what so because this is society This is the whole reason why the can is because nobody 
denounces this stuff. You know what? Nobody talks about talks publicly about how horrible these things are and how unacceptable these things are. We just say, Listen, let me find this one comment that's related to this because I was just like, bro, this is why we can't have nice things. I'm not going to say who this person is. It, do- yeah, it doesn't it's, matter. It's quite really. the long comment. She says... Sending her a letter isn't going to do anything. People wait for things like this to happen, on to jump on the social media bandwagon. Well, what are you doing to stop cases like this from happening? Nothing. You get on social media and go on about it, make videos about how bad it is, and wait for the likes to come in. What you need to do is actively, com- actively in full caps, okay? Uh, actively combat problems like these that happen in Sudan. There is an organization that I'm part of that annually we visit small villages in Sudan and we educate girls and their mothers, all caps, about the importance of (laughs) education for their daughters, the importance of consent in marriage and other factors affecting the youth in small villages, as well as offering higher education. If you cannot commit to coming out and doing that, you can donate to the cause. These are things that will tackle these problems, not being a keyboard warrior. Listen, bitch. Wow. Here's the thing. Um, First of all, you made this whole thing about you. Like, you didn't even say what organization you work with that helps these women. You made the whole thing about you. And nobody cares about you, especially not in this instance. Um, not now. You can, the, we always say this, like th- there's something to be said about how people get really excited about causes and stuff on social media. And then they just pat themselves on the back and, you know, they feel like right. they've done the work and whatever. Yes, you, right. can, you can kind of say that. But don't, like, this is not. You're dumb. You're dumb. People do what they can, okay? If you can go out in the field and actually help people, good on you. Like, I Wonderful. don't know what to tell you. I'm throwing confetti at you right now. Um, <laughs> other people can do that, and they're trying to either educate people or raise awareness or um, spark the interest of some publication that's you know going to talk about this because it's it like <sighs> people do what they can and not everybody does it for the likes people are empathizing with this girl because what's happening to her is terrible and if you don't have any positive contribution has to feel just shut up Like, I don't know what to tell you. Shut up. People are using their platforms to spread the word because hopefully that will change something. Maybe not tomorrow, but in the the long run, if everybody keeps talking about this and we stop normalizing this stupid shit, maybe we'll get somewhere. Can we have nice things? Can we live? I don't understand. Why are you mad? Why are you mad that people want to send her letters? I don't get it. In response to this young lady, old lady, I don't know what she is, but maybe in response to this person. Listen, she's also the person who said there are two sides to the story, so fuck well, that. <laughs> I would like to say um, that I commend your efforts uh, through your nameless organization uh, to educate women and talk about all these important issues because I think that work is 
incredibly important and valuable. Mm -hmm. So I really like congratulate you on that. Um, To respond about the letters, I think, again, uh, this shows a lack of consideration for Nura's mental state for um, after everything that she's gone through. To, and, and the fact that she is effectively alone mm-hmm. because her family has abandoned her and has really n- no support, no support system. I think you um, underestim- underestimating the power of hundreds of letters of support to her mm-hmm. that hopefully will reach her because that is the go- goal. Um, and these letters are being printed as we speak and attempts are being made as we speak on the ground mm-hmm. to uh, get visitation with Nura and let her know of all the people who are supporting her and give her these letters and read these letters to her. Mm-hmm. I think you're underestimating the impact of that on her mentally and emotionally to help get her through this horrible ordeal of which she is the number one victim. Right. So you uh, dismissing... Uh, you know, a a, a social media campaign or you dismissing letters of support because you feel like it has no impact on the ground is factually false. Mm -hmm. But also, yes, I agree that people love to just write two two words or participate in a hashtag and feel like they have done something. But I think, like Sada said, there is a wealth of, um, of impact that a hashtag can have mm-hmm. this story and I don't want to say this because I don't want it to sound like I'm tooting my own horn much like you did to yourself but until I talked about the story on Instagram and you saw it and wrote that comment you didn't know it happened I was gonna say you had no idea that it had happened you had no idea that it was in court you had no idea that this woman was facing the death penalty you didn't even know her name or that she existed so the fact that you think that this is pointless again factually inaccurate um like you said and not that we're dismissing the work that you are doing in the field that is great for you but i don't understand why you feel the need to bring down people who are doing something different not everyone can work for ng like just not everyone has the access not everyone has the opportunity um and like you said we all do what we can but i think also, we all do. We all work at what we're good at. Right. This is a platform I have. You have an organization that works on the ground. I have a platform uh, where people like to listen to me rant. Right. And that's what I have to use to make whatever impact I can. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's not just about the work on the ground. Mm-hmm. The awareness that you're raising in rural areas, that people in Khartoum are just as ignorant. And people who have access to the internet and are online and are on Instagram are just as ignorant. Because the number of messages that I have received, that people don't know that marital rape is not considered uh, by the law in Sudan, that people don't know that fathers have the right to give their daughters away without their consent, that people don't know that these things happen, Mm -hmm. or any of the topics that I discuss on Instagram, is mind-blowing. And these are people not only in Sudan and not only in Khartoum, but also all across the diaspora. So I just, and just I just like don't it's think so condescending the fact that you think that uh, like people are doing this for the likes or whatever. No, people are doing this because they can relate to this woman because she's not alone. Yes, because yes. Th- like 
so many women in Sudan have been through something similar and have not said anything. So obviously they can relate to her or like they know someone that's happened to. It's not, I, ma'am, I got a message. I don't want to like blast people. But I just want to give one little tidbit, and I hope the person that sent this to me doesn't mind. I'm not going to mention their name or anything. But they sent me a message that said, you know, thank you for discussing this because my sister um, went through something very similar. And, like, by the grace of God, she was spared at the last moment and didn't have to go through with the marriage that she didn't want to engage in. But I can totally relate to this situation and like whatever and you know thank you for speaking up on this and et cetera et cetera, proving that a this is not an isolated incident. This is something that happens quite frequently, and b this is a thing that people do not talk about right exactly and hide and brush under the rug, and so ha- cease just even speaking it into the universe, even speaking it out loud mm-hmm. for people to hear has an impact on the people, not only on the rest of society, but most more importantly for me, mm-hmm. on the people who can relate and have gone through a similar experience. Mm-hmm. Because they, it makes them validated. Right. It makes their experience valid right. and worthy of discussion and worthy of attention. We can say this about things that uh, people talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. As like being like, oh, you just talking about it on social media and having a hashtag is pointless because whatever. But these are the things that we do not discuss. These are the things that we don't like to think about. These are the things that our, our society does not like to admit to. I agree. So just speaking the, the about The only them, reason we're talking about this is because the, this story actually had a tragic ending. But like, there's just so many yes. similar stories where the women just endure and survive and they have kids, and, I'd like to, and they never right. ever talk about it. And I'd like to, like, sort of re- rephrase what you said. I think they're all tragic endings. I think this only this story is come to light because it has a sensational, violent right. ending that's interesting to people. Right. But a woman living a life basically uh, imprisoned, where she does not want to be with the person that she is with, where she's forced to have children with this person. Do you know how hard it is living with a person you love? That you like? Can you imagine, like... Let alone a person that you seriously, did not have any really? interest in getting with. To be physically intimate with do that person. Do you know what that could do to your mental health? Like, that is... And live with them. And their awalik that you never signed up for. And all of that comes with it. For the rest of your life. And put that... And let me also mention... Putting that person first, because as a woman, that is your job, according to society. To put your husband first and to put your children first that you never really plan on having with this man. Right. Can you imagine? I, I really can't. I just, I really can't. like you said, Which I feel is like why people need to learn empathy. All the reactions just sounded insane. Like, so callous and heartless yes. and... I don't know if people are sheltered or if they live in denial or it's just because they don't value women as actual human beings. I, I'm not sure what it is. Um, but I think it's a like, combination, all of those things. But mostly people are just sheltered. I feel they're not even sheltered. They're just willfully 
Like this doesn't happen to me, so it doesn't happen. Right, right. Or this so has never happened happen. to me, so it, it doesn't exactly. Right. So it can't. Happen. Yeah. So it's a cultural problem as well as a systemic problem, Person. and a personal one. Yeah. When you like see that and you willfully ignore it, that's personal to me. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Um, anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, her next date, court date, I believe, is on May 10th. A lot of people are asking where, like, which court her case is being tried in. I don't know. Um, but, uh, that's the, that's the date that I think they decide, the family talks about whether they want her executed or if they just want her to pay the mm -hmm. DIA. Um, but in any case, her lawyers are filing for an appeal. Mm -hmm. And regardless of what people might think, um, hoping that the story gets traction and right. that people pay attention and places pressure. Um, and like somebody said, I hope she gets asylum because even if she is released, and that's why she Yeah, I don't know if her extended family would be willing to take her in. I really hope they are. But even so, she has to live with that. Yeah. For the rest of her life. I'm, I don't know what to and say. And she is I'm only so 19 years old. The good thing, um, the thing that I wanted to mention, the good thing is that she is being evaluated. Mm -hmm. uh, she's getting a psych eval mm -hmm. to, for her appeal okay. to like prove that she was not, you know, she's it was in a distressed mental state mm -hmm. because of everything that happened to her and whatever. And like that should be taken into account because that's the other thing. Like I said before, people are not taking account in the mental state that she's in at all or that she continues to be in like can you imagine being in prison right like I, just being in prison uh, let alone all the other stuff yeah i don't know what to say you know what i think i i've decided i think that all of these people are just in denial um of what's really happening because it kind of absolves them of any responsibility in this yeah yeah I, I really yeah. think that, I don't know what to say. Uh, Somebody uh, messaged me yesterday and said something that really like stuck with me. Mm -hmm. She was like, uh, this could have been any one of us. We just won the birth lottery. And I was like, you're that absolutely right. so true. It, isn't that amazing? Yeah. That is absolutely, it could happen literally to any of right. us as Sudanese women. Right. And we were just we just lucked out and got the right parents, right. or you know. Anyway, um. Okay. Um. I'm done. Uh, if you want to send your letters of support to Nuda, please do so at justicefornuda at gmail dot com. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Well. Do you have any serious moms for this episode? My yes sir is Van Lathan for saying what nobody has probably ever said to Kanye okay. to his face. Okay, I have a yes ma'am mm -hmm. and I kind of hesitated because I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to do this. Like, it's so just easy and meh. Um, but this Nura story reminded me that maybe we need this today. So my yes ma'am goes out to Sudanese women just in general um, yeah, because like I said, this story really reminded me of how much 
adversity, really, we face each and every day on all fronts and somehow magically managed to survive. Um, My Yes Mom especially goes out to all the women who rallied to help Nora in any way. Um, whether it was a hashtag trying to collect letters, um, I don't know, reaching out to the press, trying to contact lawyers, um, asking about donations, or even just like collecting people on social media and taking the time to educate everyone on like gender-based violence. Um, to all of you, yes, sir, um, yes, sir, gal, yes, ma'am, <laughs> what the hell? Yes, um, yes, ma'am. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I guess also, yes, ma'am, to all the women who just empathized with this girl because, you know, they could personally Thank relate. You for feeling. Or, you know, they knew someone who've been through similar experiences. Y'all are survivors and I don't have any more words. I actually would like to give an extra yes, sir, to all the Sudanese men mm-hmm. who are collecting their brethren on the Twitters and on the Facebooks. Sure, they can have um, For their hor- horrible opinions and horrible thoughts on on how women should be treated and how wives should be treated. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you for standing up for we us. We appreciate you. Uh, yeah, we do appreciate you. Yeah. And that's it. If you guys have anything that you want to say Did to us. Did you have anything you, you wanted? Leave? Do you have recommendations or something? No, I haven't done anything over the last. Would you recommend the Rachel Divide? I didn't watch it. Oh, you did. Okay, I did. I haven't yet. I'm still. You you watched mm-hmm. it? I ended up watching uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. <sighs> Please tell tell people what it is. <laughs> um, if any of our listeners remember a person by the name of Rachel. Dolzal, Doljal, I don't know how you pronounce her name. Whatever, Whatever her name is. She's the white lady who was the head of the Spokane chapter of the NAACP, I believe. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, and she pretended to be black most of her life, basically. Um, and then she was, you know, publicly crucified for being an idiot. And now there's a documentary about her life and, you know, this book she's writing and how she's moving on with her kids and whatever. Um, I don't... Yeah, sure. Mm. I mean, I guess you should watch it. Why not? It, it just... For uh, shits and giggles. It, sh- like, it showed her as a more complex, layered person, but it did not mm. change my mind about her at all. Uh, if anything, I dislike her even more now because I've seen her kids. Um, like I've seen her interactions with her kids and it really hurts my heart because mm-hmm. her kids are black and they're the people being affected by this whole mess. Um, Saraha, uh, the only reason I would watch it and I plan on watching it is just for sheer like entertainment value. And not because I really want to like. Open I was my eyes to I her wasn't entertained or at like all. whatever. Oh really? I if, I don't know. It wasn't even funny. Not even like <sighs> no, a chuckle. No. Zing. The whole thing was like just. Just watch it. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. 
All right. Um, so there's that. I don't know if I had any other recommendations. Um, no. Okay. Well, I'm going to, okay. you know, cut this recording and go not listen to Kanye. That's yeah. Go practice some self-care. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you, like I said, if you guys have any topics or, or yes or yes mans particularly, um, that you want to shout out Sudanese excellence that you think should be recognized, then please email us at no sir, no man at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at NSNM podcast. If you actually have any topics or any questions, any life queries, any whatevers, um, email them to us. I want to say something else, but oh, you can also leave us a message on the SoundCloud, too, because that's a thing that happens. I see that people do that on other things. So maybe you should do it for us. Um, and that way you can comment on the exact part that you want. Some people on Twitter like will comment on as they're listening uh -huh. and tweet us as they're listening. And I'm like, but I don't know which part you're listening to. <laughs> like, So if you do that How on SoundCloud, it will be much more useful so we can figure out what part you're commenting about. Right. Thank you very that. much. And uh, good Bye, good evening. Bye, Nara. I'm off to Tokyo Bye. in three days. Bye. Bye. <laughs>